Hi, everyone, and welcome to We Are Crotchety Old Men. And a woman. And we are here. It's a beautiful morning. It's Sunday morning um, for an early morning podcast. Um, I just want to say thank you uh, to Abigail as we yesterday uh, celebrated Valentine's Day. We had, uh, first, we had a big roaring fire. And I took Abigail uh, to Sweetwater Tavern. One of my favorites. That's why we picked it. Uh, Then we had some chocolate cake, and now we're here uh, enjoying the day. And do you know what today is? No. What is it, Arden? Well, besides being the first weekend without football, uh, according uh, to the National Food Registry, it is National Drink Wine Day. Hmm. So it's the food registry, and they're talking about wine. Is wine food? According to them, well, it's made out of grapes. So grapes are food. So, yeah. So every day is something. I guess. I mean, they have, like, National Peach Cobbler Day and National This Day. and Some are really disgusting. But, you know, know, one was, like, National, like, Turnip Day. Yuck. Do you want to take the challenge and always do what they say the day is? <laughs> I want to see. Okay, for we will announce the national day of food going forward. But today is National Drink Wine Day. So, uh, everyone, if you're hearing this in the morning, feel free. Drink some wine today. Well, I have a shout out to someone that I know will enjoy it. So, there you go. <laughs> Are you going to give them the shout out? Or are you going to leave the no, entire world hanging? I'm going to leave it anonymous. Oh, nice, nice. So this podcast is, we're not crotchety anymore. In fact, actually, um, as you notice, we did change the name that we are crotchety old men and a woman. Uh, I'm going to be changing it again. Really? You didn't consult with me? Yes, I'm actually going to say we are crotchety, either we are crotchety couple or I am a crotchety old man and a woman. With a woman, something like that. What do you think? You lost me with crotchety, so. Well, I I am crotchety at times, but anyway. So, uh, happy belated Valentine's Day to everyone. Um, we are going to be spending a uh, a good time on Abigail's football recap, but we're at a time where there is no sports right now, or is there? It's sad. I mean, you do have college basketball. But until you get to the March Madness, it's, you know, not that great to watch, in my opinion. Well, today is actually uh, pretty cool if you're a hockey fan. So today at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, so for those in the West Coast, uh, it's 3 p.m. Eastern Time, the Stadium Series is in MetLife Stadium in New Jersey, where the Rangers and Islanders are going to be playing outside in front of 80,000 fans, which is pretty darn big for there. They've played a couple games in baseball stadiums, but this will be the biggest crowd on the East Coast um, for those teams. Um, there, there was a, t- a game, I think, in Penn State already, and uh, I don't know where the Pittsburgh Steelers play, but there was a game there. But um, I'm a huge Ranger fan, so that'll be fun to watch. But there's also, we have uh, coming up, on March 30th, starts the UFL, 
and I know I've talked about it a lot. Um, the DC Defenders, who we are fans of, and we are going to go to a couple games this year, hopefully. Uh, there's not many. Um, the UFL, it's the XFL, in case you didn't know, the XFL merged with the USFL. And so there's one league, eight teams. Sadly, there's no teams really on the Northeast, which is kind of surprising. Mm -hmm. But they're hoping to expand if things go well. The defenders were selling out every game last year, which is fun. And they got their quarterback back. Uh, what is his name? Tomao? Tomao? I'm, I'm really bad. But he was the MVP last year mm -hmm. of the XFL. Um, also, um, a college baseball, not basketball, college baseball. I'm not going to talk about the Terps. Uh, I apologize, Mr. Fawn, because he's a big Terp fan, and they just stink. But anyway, uh, college baseball, there was an incident uh, a couple days ago that is mind-scratching and funny. And I actually have to uh, sort of read it. So um, there was a game between Loyola Marymount and uh, who was the other team? Sacramento State were playing a baseball game, and one hitter, it was a doubleheader, one hitter in eight plate appearances, got hit by pitch seven times. <laughs> seven times the poor guy got hit. Um, his name was uh, Matt Maziangelo, nice Italian guy. Um, but he was an outfielder. Uh, he didn't get hurt. And the pitchers on the other team were not ejected. So he got hit almost every single time he came up. Okay. Was the first hit in the head or something? I... I I don't know. He just I kept mean, getting hit over I mean, and over again. You gotta be a little out, you know, out of your mind, especially after the second one. Yeah, I mean, usually there's a rules in baseball where after the third hit by pitch, the pitchers are automatically ejected. So <laughs> should have been ejections, but according to both sides, um, by the way, the uh, Loyola Marymount, not a single player was hit back. So there was. They said it was completely unintentional. They didn't mean it. Just bad luck. So. NFL football. Uh, Abigail is chomping at the bit with all of her stuff. Um, so there was a lot going on because there was some kind of game or something that was kind of important. Uh, what's it called? The super, the super duper bowl thing. What's that thing called? The super what do you bowl. mean? <laughs> I don't even know. What's the game? I hate football. The yeah. NFL. I mean, other than the commercial for um, well, I can't say his name. Rob. Yeah, we'll call him that. For FanDuel, he kicked the field goal again this year, and he missed a second time. You know, when did that happen? That was on a very small commercial break. I don't even remember it. And it, it was it was very, very small, short clip, and at first you didn't even know what was going on. So Abigail and I actually did watch. This is the first Super Bowl I actually watched. When did the Giants play the Patriots? That was a few years back. That was the last Super Bowl I watched. So this is the first time that I've watched the Super Bowl. Wow. And the only reason I watched that is because back in the day, as I've mentioned previously, I was a Dolphin fan. So I, I literally prayed to the football gods that the Patriots would lose so they would not be undefeated. So that those 1973 Dolphins are still the only undefeated team ever. With an asterisk, right? Uh, no, because later the next year they won three more games. So they've actually, well, they still held the record for most, the longest winning streak. Fair enough, fair enough. Okay, let's talk about the game. Talk about the game. So, you know, I really didn't necessarily have a favorite to win, but I was leaning more towards the 49ers. 
And, you know, my brother texted me, you know, around the third period and said it was the, quote, the most boring Super Bowl <laughs> ever. And I had to agree with him. And then some people, you know, wrote articles and said, well, you know, when it went into overtime, it was so exciting. Well, I, I don't know about that. I mean, the game ended on a thud, in my opinion. It was a play at the goal line. Yeah, I believe it may have been fourth and one. But the dude was simply wide open. A 10-year-old could have thrown that pass and scored the touchdown. It just would have been more exciting if the defender had at least been on there on him to challenge the the pass so i mean you watched it didn't it was like a thud and wasn't there some kind of controversy like the niners and the coin toss or something oh essentially the 49ers had to admit that they did not know the new rules for overtime that began at the beginning of the playoff season and they made a huge mistake by accepting the ball and not kicking off for the initiation of the overtime which and as you know i mean they went down and they were only able to score a field goal right and at that point the rule was if the other team scores and it's higher than three points the game is over right but i believe the 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 issue was they believed that even if kansas city scored more going down the field with the, their first possession that the 49ers would still get the ball back to be able to score more points well again that's pretty bad when you're supposed to be a professional coach and you don't know the rules right and so the advantage um by getting the ball second is you know exactly how many points you need for the tie or for the win so if the 49ers didn't score at all, all you need is a field goal. If they score, which they, they scored a field goal, they needed a touchdown to win, a field goal to tie. And the key was that they now know they're not going to punt, obviously, on fourth down. So they now have four downs every series to go down. The 49ers didn't. So the 49ers would, they would go down. So it looks like going forward with this rule in place, you're always going to be the team that kicks first. Yes, that because, would be the... So that's the common... Analytics. Analytical. AWS. Yes. So, um, wow, we got a lot of texts happening at this moment. So uh, <laughs> this is... Uh, um, so if you hear any uh, chiming in the background, I apologize. People are reaching out to us right away because I did let people know that we're doing this podcast this morning. Um, so we had a lot of interesting stuff. So um, there was also what, like a bump, which okay, uh, with yeah. your with we need to address that. The Kelsey, bump of Kelsey, you know who I personally think is an excellent. I think he's an excellent player far before he met Taylor Swift, and um, you Future know, but, every, but everybody saw it. You know, he's yelling at Coach Reed, and he actually bumps into him intentionally. Well, you know. Everybody, including the coach and Kelsey after the game, blew it off like it wasn't a big deal. But a lot of people, um, talking heads, and myself found that to be unacceptable. 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 You know, I mean, I know he's one of the best players in the NFL, but to whine because you didn't get in on the play where the fumble happened and act like if he had been on the field, it wouldn't have happened. It's just so arrogant, 
and bumping into the coach and even just yelling at the coach was was simply unacceptable. Now, speaking of completely acceptable, uh, you did some research on how much money the NFL may have made um, causing the Taylor because of the Taylor Swift effect. Um, what, how much was that? Well, roughly? first of all, the, 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 the viewership for this Super Bowl was higher than um, when the U.S. landed on the moon. So Highest television ratings ever. Correct. And the NFL supposedly ran some numbers, and they believe the Taylor Swift effect yielded a billion dollars in additional revenue for the NFL, as though they didn't need it. Right. So you have, so I was thinking about this. So you probably have a bunch of boyfriends wanting to watch the Super Bowl and their girlfriends are like, I don't really like the movie. So now, because of Taylor Swift, this is my own opinion, um, that based on absolutely no knowledge whatsoever, that Taylor's, all of these now younger ladies are saying, oh yeah, let's watch it. And they're watching it. Uh, for Taylor Swift. Now, what I noticed, they actually showed, um, they didn't show her that often, believe it or not, but they did show pick the highlights of what they were showing in the stadium. And there was one part where she was having a, a beer chugging contest with another woman, I, I, a famous person, I, I'm terrible with celebrities, but they were chugging beer for some reason that didn't go on the main broadcast. It was a replay. It was a replay. But uh, I, you know what? I could see. But how many boyfriends at that time were going, oh, great. Taylor effing Swift. <laughs> like, now I have to buy my girlfriend a Chiefs jersey, or my wife now has a Chiefs jersey with Swift on the back. Or uh, what's Kelsey's number, 87? Is that it? Yeah. Or Kelsey Swift. Jersey. Uh, it's awful. Uh, yeah, I mean, at the, at the end of the day, you simply have to look at it this way. Football is entertainment, and certainly what Taylor Swift does is entertainment. She has a huge, huge, huge following. So NFL, just Kelsey, is not nearly equal to Taylor Swift's fame. Right. And you have this merging of it, and it's simply going to be there until they break up and even after they break up it'll just be will be coverage non-stop on the two of them and i read yesterday that his brother said that he had just bought a house kelsey mm -hmm. um the boyfriend and um he had to move out pretty quickly because of the paparazzi that's unbelievable and, and now i i actually had another question for you that i'm not oh did you um so uh so here's a question. This is a Taylor Swift question that I don't know. Now, do, does she do any acting or dancing? Well, she certainly dances. Okay, um, I don't know. I don't know about acting. She's been in a movie, but she dances, um, very choreographed. And, uh, you know, she started out as a, you know, a hometown country singer, her and her guitar. But as her um, uh, career expanded, she mm -hmm. went into pop. And, you know, her show, especially the Ayers tour, is all about entertainment. And certainly they do a lot of dance routines. Got it. And I believe that they're going to have the Ayers tour on uh, for streaming soon. 
And I must admit, I'm going to watch it. <laughs> I will try to hide from that. But really, <laughs> I'm going to be forced to watch a few minutes of it um, just for, you know, uh, this podcast sake and uh, knowledge. But the, the reason I was asking is because um, in the old days, like their entertainers, had, they called them like triple threats. Okay. You dance, you act, you sing. Like Sinatra, you know, even Will Smith, great example. He can dance, he could sing, and he was an actor. So that I'm, I, the reason I asked about the acting was to find out if she would be the first, you know, uh, quadruple threat, where she even does more than like Sinatra, for them. I, I don't think so, but you know, she's she knows how to run a business, and maybe one day she will be in acting. Well, I will give her and Travis Kelsey a lot of credit for something not well, sort of football related, mm -hmm. as there was that shooting during the parade. Um, Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey combined donated over three hundred thousand uh, dollars to the one woman's family who was shot. You know, even though I can't, I'm not a big fan. I don't want to say I can't stand him because I don't know anything about him. But even though I'm not a big fan of those two, that's an awesome thing to do uh, to donate money. Um, and last point about Travis Kelsey, and then we're we're going to talk about some of these commercials uh, during the Super Bowl. Um, Travis Kelsey is uh, now going to be producing uh, a movie, <laughs> and he wants to be the next uh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Um, I mean, he's a decent-looking guy. He's six five. You know, he can easily. He wants to be The Rock. And no offense against your eyes, Arden. Aww. Kelsey's eyes are just gorgeous. Yeah. <sighs> And you're saying this is what's wrong with women. Yes, yes. You know, just enjoy what you see. You know, guys don't look at eyes, really. <laughs> They're looking at other body parts. <laughs> and then again, yeah, he's also six foot five and I'm like five foot ten. <laughs> Great. Got no chance. Anywho, so let's talk about some of these commercials. Um, was there any that stood out to you? Any fun? Any? I thought they were rather dull. I, I've always been afraid. I mean, a fan of the E-Trade ones with the babies. Right. Um, this <laughs> yes. one was brief. I didn't think it was as good as previous years, but it always cracks me up. Uh, now, uh, there was what was like the number one and uh, commercial. The number one, I'm not sure. I do know that the Dunkin' Donuts commercial was right up there in the top two or three. Um, apparently, Ben Affleck started the commercial last on the last Super Bowl, and then this year they brought in his friends, including Matt Damon and who else? Uh, uh, I, oh, it was Jennifer Lopez, and they were the Dunkin'. They were like the Dunkin'. For Dunkin' Donuts, because he's always seen drinking Dunkin' Donuts coffee. Right, but I thought um, even Tom Brady may have been in that commercial. Yeah. <laughs> yes, Tom Brady. I just like Matt Damon. I, I'll give him credit. He was like, "Why am I here?" I told you, like he was. He was like, "Yeah, this is the favor I'm doing for you," because they were dancing. They wanted to be on her next next record. That was a fun one. So they did announce that they have a new Dunkin's drink that is going to be an iced coffee drink. So um, we'll see if those sales take off. Well, we'll see. And then there was the Schwarzenegger commercial. That, oh, I, I that thought, was the number one. That was number one. That was with Danny DeVita. I thought that was lame. I did too. And they played a couple versions of it during the entire Super Bowl. 
Right. I, I was like, why am I like, who, who, oh, it's reference to twins. I got it. I, I, I and then it. the halftime show, which I didn't watch. I had to go take care of stuff. Um, but I heard it was pretty lame and got very poor reviews. Yeah, it it was just Usher dancing around, and then some other guys came out. And I'm I, now I'm not a fan of halftime shows. Um, I used to love the Who, and I remember them coming out, and I was like, "This is this is awful." The Rolling Stones, like they used to have like older big bands. You know, they need to go back to the original with the marching bands. You know, Grambling State, the first marching band in a Super Bowl. You know, bring that uh, Grambling State, Grambling University. Okay. Just grambling. And, they, you know, have them come out. I mean, you know, you're, you're, you're in these giant venues. Do something back. Have the Army Band play or the Navy Band. You know, do we really need these entertain? Like, how many people go, I'm going to watch the Super Bowl just for the halftime show? How many people do that? Actually, you'd be surprised. <sighs> what is wrong with people these days? The commercialism. Speaking of more commercials, what, what, was there any other ones that were funny? Um, I... I don't know about funny. I was a bit disappointed with the Budweiser commercial because they didn't have the dog. Oh, that is true. They didn't have the dog or the Bud. You know what was a surprise though? So uh, Disney has all of the uh, announcing like their movies and doing the movie reviews. Mm -hmm. There is a Disney movie out right now that is going to be the lowest earning Marvel superhero movie ever. It's called Madam Web. You know you're not doing well when they don't even put a commercial out for you on the Super Bowl. I mean, these were Marvel movies. Spider-Man, The Hulk, Thor, Captain America. Madam Web. And it's being bashed for being, once again, too woke. Um, and it's going nowhere. It's going to make the least amount of money of all the Marvel movies. And I was very surprised. I did see Deadpool 3, which I am going to drag Abigail out kicking and screaming to see because I do like the Deadpool movies. So just wanted to make sure you knew that. Um, so let's see, is there anything else about football? Oh, there was some weird question I had for you. Who, okay, number one, who is CJ Stroud? Is that like a um, quarterback or something? Yeah, he's a quarterback. And, and who's he play for? I think. Houston. The Houston Tex Texans. 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 Okay. Because there was an article about him uh, possibly dating Amber Stroud. Who, Amber Rose. Amber Stroud. Wow, I got them married already. Amber Rose. <laughs> Amber Rose, who's like a dancer. She's like almost 20 years older than him. Huh. And she's like a dancer, a, a musician, an actress. I, I don't know anything about her. But I was like... I once I saw it like uh, C.J. Stroud, quarterback, dating a woman twice his age. I was like, wow, that's interesting. And then I was like, but when they announced Amber Rose's age, I felt really old because <laughs> I'm like, I'm like 14 years older than her. Oh my god, <laughs> I've really gotten old very, very, very fast. Well, we are old, and you know that relationship, I'm sure, just didn't get enough press because hey, they sunk as a team and they didn't go to the Super Bowl. Right. But it would never live up to the hype of Taylor Swift, who is one of the wealthiest singers in, on the planet. Yeah, and she's set for life, and good for her, you know? Uh, I have no talent like that. I mean, I can, I can only catch $4.50 of cord, quarters, <laughs> which I will go back to eventually and try to break that $5. I haven't practiced yet. Um, now, there was other news. 
But uh, I also wanted to talk about really fast something, a segment I'm thinking about introducing to us. It's called This Day in History. Now, I have to say this was yesterday when I read this, um, called This Day in History, where there was, um, we had the very first, because the first two presidential elections wasn't party versus party. Um, Washington obviously was unanimous, and then John Adams um, was also unanimously voted for, for president. So we had uh, the incumbent John Adams running against two other people, Aaron Burr and uh, Thomas Jefferson. So I thought that was fascinating. So they, now Jefferson won, and he was a what they called a Democrat Republican, believe it or not, and uh, Adams was a Federalist. Mm -hmm. Now the weird part was, it was the first time, I mean, we're in an election season, they actually had like all of these scandals. They were blaming each other, like spending money. Um, and it actually led to the point, it actually started years later that um, four years after this, mm -hmm. so Jefferson beat those two and Burr was, was accused of spreading rumors and Alexander Hamilton got involved. And that actually, this was what led to the duel between Burr and Alexander Hamilton just four years later. This was the starting point. I mean, just, in, okay, put that in today's context. Can you imagine President Trump and President Biden having a duel? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, out of the, like, just, I mean, first of all, that would, it, it would be funny if they had Nerf guns. <laughs> well, Biden, you know, did say he'd punch uh, Trump in the nose if he could. Yeah, I will get him behind the woodshed or kick his ass. <laughs> I thought it's a horrible Biden. That was like the worst. But I mean, like, I, Biden, like, imagine him chasing you. <laughs> yeah, so that was, so it was uh, the first time, but it was the, the scandals, the uh, false advertising, because they didn't have any laws back then. So they would just blame each other on spending and corruption and fascinating. So that all started yesterday. Um, I did not look up today because I did not know we were having a podcast in the morning, so I didn't do it. But I, what do you think? Do you want to start? Should we do it this day in history? We'd like to hear your opinion. Um, as you could tell, we did not do any food testing today. No, we did not. Um, so quick review, sweet water. What, what did you have and what did you like about it, not like about it? Well, the spinach artichoke. Um, artichoke? Yeah, artichoke dip is excellent there. Okay. But the main reason I go is for the Aussie rolls. <laughs> and you got and, to all that stuff. And I, um, <laughs> I always want extra butter. So the dude was in such a hurry and he just stopped by and he was like, I'm going to bring you bread. And I immediately said, oh, we just want Aussie rolls. I said, but I want extra butter. And he said, double order of Aussie rolls coming your way. And he took off. And I was like, <laughs> I didn't mean that. But nonetheless, you know, instead of four, we got eight. And I managed to eat five. <laughs> and we also got four things of butter. Like, that was a lot. It's never enough. <laughs> never enough butter. And then what did you have for your main course? Oh, I just had a salad because I knew I would fill up on the Aussie rolls. You should have just said the rolls for dinner. That would have been a really I, cheap day. I could have. <laughs> and then you had uh, a drink, which yes. which had a stick in it. Yes, it was a piece of bamboo. <laughs> it made um, no sense. It was a... A, 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 a mojito? Yeah, it was a mojito, but 
for um, each thing. Right, and it didn't have any mint in it because you don't like yeah, mint. Even though, <laughs> yeah, even though the mint is really the, the main ingredient, I, I didn't want <laughs> it in there. And so what is the significance of the bamboo? Like, I was really confused by that. Well, I think it was called a coastal mojito. Okay. And they just, I don't know. It was interesting, but I just used it to stir up my drink. Got it. Uh, I went with a pork chop. I love a good pork chop. And it looks fantastic. Now, growing up, uh, we had very thin pork chops with the bone on it, uh, with a little seasoned salt. That, that was my mom's favorite uh, thing to serve it on. Um, so we, we had seasoned salt on a pork chop, and uh, that was good. And then we came back. Uh, we had some chocolate cake that had a picture that looked like me on it, which was pretty funny. Uh, and then we had um, uh, a roaring fire, and now we're here this morning. So it was a really nice Valentine's Day. Now, going forward, um, we need your help in coming up with some ideas. And we've had some really good ideas uh, for uh, possibility for taste testing. So tell us, we want to know. So this is a couple of them. One is trying uh, the one chip challenge. This was suggested by Alfred from episode two. He actually said we should try the one chip challenge where it's you literally get like one Dorito kind of thing, but it's ghost pepper. You can order it on Amazon. Uh, Mr. Fun, I know you were looking for that. It's on Amazon. It's like $35 for one chip, but it's covered in ghost pepper powder. Can you eat it? That's the whole challenge. Uh, the second one was actually getting different cereals from when you were a kid or other foods from your kid. Great example. My brother and I had a Twinkie like last year together. We had, I haven't had a Twinkie in decades. I'll go one further. I would go after Little Debbie. Oh, Little Debbie's. I, I mean, they had a lot of products. You know, we didn't get hoes. I you know? Oh, no, I like I mean, I loved hoes, but we, you know, as kids, we got the Little Debbie, which was your, you know, cheap generic version. Right. Um, they were good. boy, their oatmeal pies, just to speak of one. Mm, good stuff. So we're thinking maybe we try uh, food from our youth. So for cereals, we're thinking Count Chocula, Captain Crunch, um, and Abigail wants uh, Honey Nut Cheerios. So we're going to try them and see if we still like them or if they're just absolutely nasty now that we're well, adults. Well, you know, I know as an adult, I really don't eat cereal, but I remember very clearly that I certainly ate a lot of Count Chocula. So I'm looking forward to that one. We also have one um, for, we should try generic brands versus uh, real brands, like Rice Krispies versus Crispy Rice. Or a, a great example, the Honey Nut Cheerios versus whatever giant brand, Food Lion, Stop and Shop, whatever they have. Um, then we have another idea. This is from Mr. W, not me, not John, not uh, a few people down who I know. Mr. W wanted to know about taste testing different barbecue sauces. So that was another one. So let us know uh, what you think we should try. The ghost pepper kind of scares the hell out of me because I'd have to do that towards the end of the show because I have a heart attack. I don't want to die online, <laughs> die while Abigail's trying to take over. But tell us what you like. Um, we are crotchetyoldmen at gmail.com. We are crotchetyoldmen at gmail.com. Or you could follow us on X. Oh, we just got another text. And 
Oh, that was from CBS. My gout medicine is ready. <laughs> Sorry, Mr. N has been texting me a lot today um, about it. He said, uh, when are we going to have uh, Daniel back on the show? Because he would be great at taste that thing. Because one last story before we got to go, uh, Joe Biden was talking about shrinkflation. And you had Daniel talking about that in episode two of our show. So uh, Daniel, way in front of President Biden talking about shrinkflation and the size of ice cream. And remember, he was even talking about turkey hill ice cream and President Biden had turkey hill ice cream at, on his display. I thought that was pretty, pretty fascinating. Okay, it's apparent that Arden hijacked his show. I did. I'm I sorry. mean, I guess I hijacked with the NFL football, but I wanted to talk about the DA fanning lady. But that's just going to have to wait until next week. And they are going to have another um, session. So I'll have more material about that. I can't wait because that was so entertaining. <laughs> I was, and it was at like five o'clock. I got home from work and I was watching the whole thing. Um, so we will talk about DA Fannie Willis. As Greg Gutfeld says, what you're talking about, Willis? Going back to the, those 70s, early 80s references of different strokes, well, which was a classic for those who, of our younger listeners out there who have no clue. But we will be talking about Fannie Willis next week. We might be, who knows what we're going to be talking about next week with all the news happening. So we are crotchety old men. And a woman. <laughs> have a great day. Watch the hockey game tonight. It's going to be fun. And uh, we'll see what we can do. Oh, yeah. Doo -doo -doo.